The Tao of Self-Confidence, Episode 836. Welcome to the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share stories of amazing women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. Visit our website at thetaoofselfconfidence.com. Your inner journey to self-confidence awaits. Well, hello, friend. Welcome to the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share stories of amazing women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. I'm your host today, Sheena Yapchan, and today I have an amazing lady on the show today. She is a parent impact coach, and I'm so excited to have her on today to share her story with us. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to Poonam Saxena. Poonam, how are you today? Maybe you can fill in a little bit more about yourself to the listeners. Thank you so much, Sheena. I'm so excited to be here. So I am a parent impact coach. And basically what that means is I help parents navigate the education system. So many times parents feel like they're the outsiders of their children's trajectory and their their educational planning. And that's not the case. So I help parents break down those preconceived barriers and work with the teachers and administrators to develop a cohesive team so that the child can benefit. Thanks so much. And I love that. I'm pretty sure, you know, someone definitely needed you during the time of lockdowns when, you know, parents were frustrated with their kids or their kids crying about their homework. And, you know, just having like that dynamic is not typical, right? Especially during the pandemic, there were a lot of parents who were frustrated with their kids. So they definitely need someone like you during this time. And Poonam, what's your cultural background? So my parents are from India and they immigrated here in the 1960s to rural Georgia. And that's where I was. I was born in the South and raised in Georgia. So yes, my culture a generation ago is, is Indian, but you know, I obviously am an American by nationality, but I will say that I try to retain as much of my culture as possible because I, I feel it's so important not to lose the uh, journey that our families have taken. Thanks for sharing that. And it's so true, right? Especially, you know, as your parents moving from India to Georgia in the 1960s. I mean, I don't think there was that many Indian people in Georgia during that time. And so growing up, you know, in a country where you always feel like you're the odd one out, it's not always easy, right? And we feel like we're not enough, we're different, something is wrong with us. But really, you know, we're all human beings and we all should be able to live in harmony. And so I love that you mentioned that, you know, even though you were born in America, you still try to talk about your roots and where you came from because it's so important to learn that as well. And Punam, what's your favorite self-confidence quote? I would say that it is to be true to yourself. I think especially as Asian women, we want to be someone we aren't, or we want to be what others perceive that we should be. And that's not true to ourselves. So I think we have to be honest with within ourselves, but we also have to be confident enough in ourselves to not let anyone else sway us in the process and allow us to believe that we are less than because Asian women are on the move. So everybody kind of needs to step back because we've got this. I love it. And it's so true, right? Our upbringing, we've been told all our lives to act a certain way and be a certain way. And that really hurts us, right? Because then we feel like we're never enough if we can just show up as our authentic self. But 
you know, we're in 2021. We really need to just step up and show others what's possible, even if it means sometimes disappointing the ones we love, right? Of course, it's never easy. There's always this catch 22, but sometimes we have to like, step up and realize, you know, you're doing something for the greater good. This is not just about you. This is about helping our current and future generations realize their potential and see what's possible for themselves. So I really love that quote. And Poonam, in your own words, how do you define self-confidence? I define self-confidence as owning your instincts, owning your beliefs, and knowing that you can accomplish anything you want to. We just have to allow ourselves to believe that we can do it. And so much of, especially especially Asian women, I'm finding more and more as I'm talking to more Asian women, we don't trust our instincts because everyone is telling us something different. And we, we aren't sure what to do. But if we can step out of the bubble that we live in and reassess and connect with our, our inner selves, we know what our what we want to accomplish and how we want to get there. So that's that's what I would say. Thanks for sharing that. And I know I've been guilty of not trusting my instincts or trusting my gut, right? Because of how we're brought up. We tend to second guess ourselves. As women, we tend to take longer in the decision-making process. And sometimes we need to learn to just make the decision and just course correct along the way. Because yes, we're going to make mistakes. Yes, not everything's going to be perfect. And we have to be okay with that because we're going towards a huge purpose, right? And of course, half the time we have no clue what we're doing and we have to be okay with that, especially as women. You know, we have to realize we're more capable than we realize. And we just, if we just learn to figure things out along the way, we can accomplish so much. And so sometimes that also means trusting your instincts, even if it doesn't look like how you pictured it. I mean, everything will make sense in the long run. So I really love that definition that you mentioned. And Poonam, what was your life like before your discovery of self-confidence? Like I said, I grew up in the 60s and 70s in rural Georgia. So there wasn't a lot of opportunity for me to be around like-minded people. So I was lost for a lot of my life. I never thought that I had the power to be who I wanted to be, the inner power. And when I turned 40 many years ago, I started running and... I can't even tell you why, right? How many Asian people run? Very few. But I wanted to start running because in my community, there were a lot of runners. And I thought, well, you know, maybe I should try this. And what started out as just wanting to do a 5K has turned into a passion of running marathons and keeping healthy. And slowly, I started to find that I could really do whatever I wanted. And so since then, I started a podcast, I've written a book, I've done, I've done a TEDx. One small thing that you believe may not have any impact on your life can change it forever. So I would say that I, my journey was very tumultuous growing up. We were the only Indians in our community for a very long time, but I slowly Well, I guess when I hit 40, I decided it just didn't matter what anybody else thought. And it was now or never. I've lived half of my life. So what do I have to lose? And so I started running has transformed my life in more ways than health. So that's where I got my self-confidence, putting on a pair of running shoes. 
Thanks for sharing that. And I also run, I mean, I don't run marathons, but I'll go jog, you know, uh, for about half an hour to an hour. And for me, it's my form of therapy. It's my form of meditation because it's where I can just mind up everything, right? And just kind of recharge, right? And when you have like so many things in your head, and especially as women, we tend to overthink everything, right? Just having that time to myself, just walking, you know, jogging outside in the nice weather just keeps me calm and helps me like realize, you know what, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And I actually interviewed another lady a couple years back too. And she had a goal of running 50 marathons by before she turns 50. I think she's at like, 45 or 46, but you know, she's just phenomenal being able to do that. Right. And it's, it's so crazy when you set a goal and you just go out there and do it without, you know, overthinking it, what you can accomplish, like what you did, you just decide to put a pair of running shoes on and just go. It's kind of like Forrest Gump, right? He had the same, same notion. He just decided to run and he didn't know where he was running, but he just kept doing it. And everybody just saw his passion for running and people followed him because even though we didn't, they didn't know what was going on or where he was going, they know he was going somewhere and they were going to go there like along for the ride. And so I really love that you mentioned that. And yeah, I think once you turn 40, because I just recently turned 40, you have just this mindset of like, you know what, who cares? Like, you know, I've been through so much. Like if I get rejected, it's not the end of the world. If something happens to me, it's not the end of the world. Like we just, you kind of just stop caring a little bit less and and just go out there and do your thing. And especially during the pandemic, when everyone has been like frustrated and exhausted and feeling like there's no hope, it's up to us to just step up and do the things that we want. So, uh, but I'd love to know, like, how did you get into parent impact coaching, right? What was that aha moment that led you to that? Because I mean, first of all, I've never heard of a parent impact coaching. And then it's not typical for Indian women to go and do something like that, right? I usually have conversations with people, like, especially for Asian women, when we go out there and do our own thing, we're not taken seriously by our family members, right? Half the time they're like, are you doing that thing? Or especially when you're in business with a man, right? Most people like to deal with the men more because they think they know they know more than the women, which, which most of the time is the opposite, right? Let's just get that out. Um, but yeah, what was that aha moment that made you realize to, to set this path that you're in? So when I was in first and second grade, I was like this very strong student, top of my class. I loved learning. And then I had a traumatic experience. I did not make it into the gifted program, which shattered me. And so that set up the the tone for the rest of my life up until I turned 40. I just didn't feel I was smart enough, good enough, worthy enough. And then when I got married and I had children, we have four children, and I ended up staying home with them. And I, again, felt lost. I didn't have a purpose. I was just caretaking all the time. And when they started school, I started volunteering. And slowly, I started to build trust with the teachers and administrators and all of the faculty members. And it just turned into this relationship where I was asked to take on more and more and more through the schools, through the leadership, through even the district at our school. So I did that as a, an advocate for many, many years. And when they went off to college a few years ago, I'm like, what am I going to do with my life? I had nothing to show other than I've been the stay-at-home mom who was at school all the time. And when I sat back for a few months and thought about it, that's what I did. I was, I was impacting schools by helping parents. And I was doing that by showing other parents 
the way to help their children. So that aha moment came probably three and a half years ago. I'm like, oh, look, I've been really working hard at creating a a niche for parents to be empowered. And so I just decided, why not? This is what I do. This is what I believe. As a former teacher, I wanted parents to come in and they never did. I wanted to know what was happening in their lives so that I could help the student. I never got that input. But as a parent, I was able to provide that. And so that's just how it it happened. That was my aha moment. Thanks for sharing that story. And it's, you know, most of the time our aha moments come from our traumatic experiences. And especially for Asian kids, right? I mean, we're pressured to be the best, to have straight A's, to get 100%. Even if we get 96%, it's never enough. It's like, why didn't you get 100? Why only 96? I mean, you know, I always say this. I failed kindergarten for coloring outside the lines. And I wish I had someone like you back then to make me realize I wasn't a failure all my life. And really, it was just meant that I was meant to just color outside the lines. But, you know, not many people realize how, you know, this kind of pressure really hurts us, right? And because the pressure is too much getting into the best schools, getting into the best colleges, you know, doing all these kinds of extracurricular activities, like being the best of the best of the best. It really, really brings our our mental health down, right? And so we really have to learn to protect ourselves and also take care of our kids and realize like, you know, this pressure is not healthy. And so it's really great that there's someone like you out there who's doing it. And also what you mentioned, right? There's a lot of moms out there who feel like they have no purpose after their kids go off to college and have their own life. But you said, you know what, I'm going to sit back and figure out what I want to do. And I'm just going to go ahead and do it. Even if you had no clue what you were doing, you're just going to do it. And I think as many moms out there who are listening to this, you know, it's, it's just great assurance that it's never too late to start something new. So I really love your story and what you've been through. And because of that, what's your life been like now? Oh, my life is great. I am so happy. I'm doing something I'm passionate about. I am doing something that fulfills me. I have the flexibility to still be with my children and my family when I want to. I'm living the dream. And I could have never done that had I not had those traumatic experiences to learn from, to dust myself off and say, it's okay. It's, it may have taken me a while to get to the point where I could say it's okay. But I also want to go back just to one moment, if you don't mind. And I want to say that especially for immigrant parents, it's very difficult for them to be in a country that they don't understand the educational process. They're trying to learn everything, how to live, how to do day-to-day activities. They are assuming that their children are going to be getting what they need. That's not always the case. And because our parents are not well-versed in Western education, and they don't know that they can speak up, because in Asia, we come from a a place where you don't question hierarchy. There there is a learning curve for our, our Asian and even immigrant families. And we need to be out there helping them. No one should have to go through failing kindergarten because they colored outside the lines. I mean, that's just the most absurd thing on the planet. It just, oh, it hurts. It hurts me that you said that. 
Yeah, uh, this actually happened in the Philippines. So I had to I had to redo kindergarten all over again, <laughs> move to another school to redo it. I mean, of course, when you, when you're five years old and that's like your first traumatic experience, you have no clue that that's gonna stick with you throughout your adult life. But you know, I'm glad I was able to do the work to realize this and share that story so that other people can realize some of the traumatic experiences they go through. But I'd love to know, you know, to the woman who's listening to your episode. She may be in her own journey to self-confidence. What would be that one tip you would give to her? Don't give up on yourself. Don't ever give up. You may not be where you want to be or in the situation you wish to be, or you may not accomplish the goal that you had set, but that doesn't mean that it's, it makes you not worthy. Self-confidence comes from all different places and ensuring that we are flexible and we are moving with the the flow is so important. And I tell my kids this all the time. You are where you're supposed to be right now. I, as your parent, can pull all the strings I know and do all the research and provide you all the resources that I can. But at the end of the day, you are exactly where you're supposed to be today. And, and be okay with that. Thanks so much. And those are great tips, especially, you know, great reminder, don't give up on ourselves. And, you know, also realizing like we don't have to do this alone, right? There's a reason why this podcast exists is to help support you in your own journey, right? No matter what the situation is. So I really love that tip. And if our listeners wanted to get to know a little bit more about you and what you do, uh, check out your podcast and book. Is there any links or social media profiles you'd like to share with today? Yeah. And so you can find all the information about me at edu-me.net. And you can follow me on social media at the edu me. I am on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. (laughs) I don't know. There's so many out there, but, but I try to, to stay engaged with women, especially because they're generally the caretakers of their children. So you'll find me on those platforms trying to inspire you. Thanks so much. And to our listeners, if you want to connect with Poonam, you can also head on over to the selfconfidence.com and search for Poonam's name. Her show notes will pop up along with everything else that we talked about. And I really just want to thank Poonam today for taking the time to share her story with us. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's been an honor to speak with you today. Not a problem. It was really great having you on the show. And to our listeners, be on the lookout for another new episode of Another Amazing Woman's Journey to Self-Confidence. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode of the Tao of Self-Confidence. Get your free self-talk tape for building self-confidence by visiting our website at thetaoofselfconfidence.com. Your inner journey to self-confidence awaits.